Refresh your wardrobe with lifestyle stylish collection that's totally worth it. Shop for curated fashion essentials from 3.99 and trendy work from home styles from 4.99. Visit your nearest store today. Style that's worth it. Lifestyle, your style, your store. Hey everyone, you're listening to the reality talk show. I'm Ganesh Sharma. I'm Navin Kumar and I'm Pranit Kumar. Awesome interviews. No Hey everyone, welcome to the reality talk show. I'm your host Ganesh Sharma and with me are my co-hosts Navin and Pranit. Hello guys. Hey, hey how are you? We have a special guest today. Today's guest is Kanchana Ganga. She is a super girl from Mysore. She is a biker, a yoga teacher, a social media influencer. Now she's got an amazing concept of biking for a cause and this concept really blew my mind. In fact, she and her group has chalked out a list of subjects related to women and women related issues and they've rallied with the troop to spread awareness. Uh Interesting fact that she's first started riding her father's YSD Java bike and now she owns an Avenger cruiser. Oh, wow, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome Java. Right? Like yep. And when it comes to yoga, YouTube videos are very amazing. She has demonstrated her own form of yoga uh, in the year 2013 called the contemporary yoga, which is a combination of yoga asanas and contemporary dance. And this person amazes me more and more. Uh during the lockdown also she has kept Her friends and Instagram audience engage with various activities and workouts. Kanchana, welcome to our show. Thank you so much. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? How is the lockdown treating you? Um, I'm doing quite well. Well, the lockdown was really amazing because I could do a lot of things which I was not able to do during my everyday activity, like my work and stuff. And frankly, I've become quite lazy, so getting back to work is going to be really hard for me. It's really hard to believe that you you became lazy because you you know you've engaged with your audience quite a lot with uh, you know yoga tips and you were having quite meaningful conversation on Instagram live and that was really amazing. Yeah, all those have been like all like mobile, so talking active lifestyle. There is where I've become lazy, but screen time I'm active. Yes, <laughs> that's re- really nice. Uh Kanchana the first question for you is what got you into biking first what is the thing that attracted you in the very beginning towards biking hmm. so um well i always had an interest towards bike my dad was a biker he is a biker so i always had a thing for it uh, but what actually pushed me or provoked me was a very small incident which happened to me um I asked a friend of mine to uh, take me to McDonald's um, to have burger. Back then in Mysore, we didn't have McDonald's, so I used to love their red cheese burgers. He said no, and I sort of somewhere felt hurt, and I felt like you know maybe you, some might call it ego, but I would call it self-respect. I felt that got hurt, and I felt like if I had my own bike, I would not have to ask anyone to take me anywhere. I could do, I could go where I want and do what I want on the bike. so that was the point which pushed me to have my own bike what made you choose avenger bike of all the other bikes yeah so i am 5 so i'm i come in under the uh, height of cuteness i would say so i tried a lot of bikes nothing was uh, very very comfortable for me so the first time when i sat on avenger i felt like i was in heaven it's super comfortable and also it doesn't hurt my back when i go on long rides so that has been a major plus point for me because my back is straight uh, the seating position is very very comfortable 
hence Avenger. Yeah, have you tried any of the bikes apart from Avenger? Like yeah, yeah, I've tried a lot of bikes. I've tried cruisers. I've tried sports bikes. I've tried Harley. I've tried BMW, uh, Pulsars, uh, KTM, uh, Bullet also, but nothing gave me uh, uh comfort as much as uh, Avenger did. Okay, yeah, Avenger is a good bike actually. It's really good. I have. I mean, I was this close to buying that bike actually when I went for not to buy. You ended up buying <laughs> Dominar. Dominar. <laughs> yeah, if Dominar in Dominar's engine would be attached to my Avenger, then I don't think things so any anything could stop me from roaming in that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good crossover though. It'll start. It's same budget. It is budget. Yeah. It is budget though, <laughs> but <laughs> engines are different. Performance is different. <laughs> Pitch them this idea. <laughs> not a KTM dude, so. Okay. I'm not going to win. I'm. <laughs> yeah. Which are the places that you have biked so far within India? Well, um, so in India, I've covered almost all cities in uh in all major cities in all the states apart from northeast. So northeast was um in a short term plan of mine, which would be uh, around this year actually. But yeah, I've covered almost all states, and uh, before last year, I did lay solo also. So that was one of the checklists done. How was the experience of Leh Ladakh? Amazing. It was really beautiful. Um people are overly, I mean people are very warm, they are very friendly, especially the local Ladakhis, you know. They are very helpful and um uh, it was really nice. Uh but yeah, I actually took a couple of notes from my friends who had gone in the past. Uh but it didn't really add up because they had gone in I think 2014 and um from then and now it has become more commercialized. So I would say if you guys are planning, then go ASAP because I mean of course not right now, but yeah, because things are getting too commercialized and you don't get that feel of nature anymore. You gotta go more interiors if you have to get those. Um, what was the maximum distance you have uh, ridden? In a day or? Um, in a day, in a day. In a day, I've covered about a thousand kilometers. But the farthest I've gone uh, would be like. From Mysore to Rajasthan on bike. Oh my God! Your back must have killed you. Yeah. So that's the reason she said Avenger is comfortable and But it doesn't. But do you use your Avenger? Yeah, on Avenger only. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so just a curious question: What's the meter reading on your Avenger bike as of now? Yeah, uh, good one. Okay, so I have actually uh, changed three odometers. Um, so I've covered post. Uh, One lakh thirty thousand right now. Wow, oh awesome. my god! <laughs> I don't even think my whole life I would do that with my bike. I Not feel it's really less for eight years. <laughs> oh no, that's that's actually a good count. I mean, like really nice. Thank you. Uh, like which was the first trip you took with your new Avenger? The first trip, so uh, yeah, yeah, the first trip I went on Avenger, I would say my house to Chamundi Betta <laughs> with my mom. To take the blessings of the goddess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would actually say that would be my first because I was really, really new, and my dad wouldn't let me take out for long, and that would be the like the long ride for me back then. Female riders versus male riders. What is the major yeah. difference that you feel is between these set of groups? Okay, so I am going to touch a lot of touchy points when I am going to talk about this. Because see, a lot of my own. So I am in a group with a lot of guys. 
um who feel like you know uh, who will not call me as a female rider but just as a rider but i always tell them you know the, what i have faced as a female you guys have not faced it in your house there was nobody telling you you cannot you cannot ride a bike because you are a guy which has happened to me i have had questions coming to me you are a girl how can you ride a bike this is not what girls do so these are certain things that a man does not face and also uh, adding to this you know that every girl goes through the menstrual cycle of uh, every month where we face problems during rides we are not going to like put placards on our you know bikes in drum around saying hey i'm on my period so you are not so i'm better so these are things that you know actually guys need to uh, you know men they need to understand why a women are usually given a little special preference in any field because we go through a lot these hurdles that normal men don't face of course there are challenges even guys face but not like how we women do a lot of these obstacles that we have to come over to get what we want it's like one jump for you but it's three four jumps for us yes i completely understand even till today when a girl rides you know a uh, royal enfield or something uh, people still turn around yeah. and see i think it's that people still do normalize women yeah, riding yeah. bikes so over time maybe it will change and uh, you know people uh, uh, the stigma will go away yeah i think especially uh, in country like india where these bikes are majorly you know considered as the masculine thing uh, they're marketed for they market actually. yeah in a way it's like that uh i i've never seen at least till a few years i've never seen any commercial of these bikes showing women riding these bikes so maybe that's the impression that has been created yeah. and this is what makes think yes. in a certain way because yes. marketing and branding it's it's all about that right that is what uh, the visual appeal is what people tend to exactly. believe what's been shown on television so that could be one of the major facts uh kanchan i have another yeah. question for you so when you go mm-hmm. on solo drives uh there might be situations where you might face a technical breakdown within your motorcycle mm-hmm. your bike that you're traveling mm-hmm. in how do you handle such situations are you trained to fix certain parts or your own uh, in case if you face an issue as such where there is no accessibility to uh, you know any mechanic technician as such yeah. so with god's grace or my good karma i don't know i have not come across uh, a situation where i have a major breakdown but i did face engine breakdown once um, i did uh, go through uh, the clutch uh, my clutch cable broke off my so the i have an extra clutch cable which i can fix i have learned very minute like i would say like 1% of the mechanism of the bike if something happens uh, what i can do with it but yeah luckily it has not happened to me and i think that's one of these one of the fears that every uh, solo rider has whether you know a guy or a girl if the bike breaks down and you don't have tools to fix it then you're stuck over there for a long time until you get help but yeah i know only 1% and that has helped me with the clutch cable once and yeah the other time i had a little uh, leak in the engine oil which also i fixed with very quick that's a little funny thing but yeah i just got it running as far as i could take it to the mechanic like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store Right. So, what else do you carry with you other than your clutch cable? Uh, do you carry something like coolants or petrol with you? Ah, uh, on long rides when I'm going, yes, I have uh, petrol with me. I have uh, oil with me because sometimes uh, uh, you'll the thing is you'll have uh, mechanics, but you'll uh, you'll not have spares. 
my clutch cable is always added my brakes are extra uh, liners are added um i have few uh, nuts and bolts uh, along with it and also spark plug <laughs> so, uh, so even this is very important you'll get it i mean uh, mechanics are there to fix it but you'll not have uh, spark so i carry pass with me and yeah tubes of course the tires uh, the tubes in remote locations like this it is very hard to find spare parts maybe they might have maybe they might not have so that's an issue uh, we went to when we were in uh, we were doing city so there's a place called kaza so over there you have the lost mechanic so i think you will find him after like some 3 400 kilometers and he is the one and only and after that again for next 600 kilometers you have nobody so he'll fix it but again many times uh, he doesn't have parts especially uh, so avengers are not such uh, much seen often in those hilly areas so you might get parts of bullet but not avenger yeah and uh, like have you done night rides um, i avoid uh, night rides when i'm doing solo uh, one of the reasons being uh, see when you're riding in the night you have the light really hitting on to you from the other side especially a lot of people who go on hiking that really uh, uh, spoils i mean really uh, spoils your eye and the vision and there's too much of darkness so i try to reach places before sundown uh just another question is there any situation uh, that you had faced where you felt really scared during a ride or something oh yeah a lot of them <laughs> lot of them actually which is the most haunting one incident that okay, you could so, share with us as i was just saying you know i avoid night rides is not i have like a list of incidences why i took this decision so once we were traveling from uh, bangalore to kanyakumari and uh, we were uh, so yeah it was a group so usually group rides you know you end up taking a lot of breaks a uh, lot of short breaks are there your lunch break or breaks are there which i usually don't uh, go for long when i'm solo so uh, we were at madurai about like 5 uh, o'clock in the evening uh, so when i called my dad my dad did tell me to like just break it down for the day and leave early in the morning but none of my bikers friends listened to me because i was the youngest and they felt maybe she's telling it because she's sleepy but i usually don't get sleep when i'm actually on the bike even though in the middle of the night you just wake me up and say let's go on a ride i am like full wide eyes open i stop i feel sleepy so we are going on the way and uh, i think somewhere about 2 o'clock and we had not yet reached kanyakumari lot of my friends are like you know drawing off you're stopping in between we are like putting water on our faces and there was one point of time where um, one of our riders uh, she went uh, i mean she was like, like going to the side she was in front of me she was leading i honked at her she came back to the center so this happened two three times so i went next to her and i saw her eyes are like closing she's drowsing so i'm like i i honked loudly i said put the bike to the side i said please go back and sit with somebody let anybody else take over that was really scary i mean even she had a pillion with her and she was going off the road i don't know if i had not stopped her at what point of time she would have i don't know realized that she's falling asleep and she would have stopped or not along with along with it i'll tell you this was a little haunting thing happened on the same day uh, i don't know if i was hallucinating which i don't think so i would be because again when i'm on my bike i have like full conscious i'm very conscious about my surroundings i was taking a right turn uh, so there was a lot of these uh, reflectors hitting me i remember taking a right curve on a on a flyover and i could see like an image flying next to me like a very blurry small image next to me i was not able to figure out what it was 
probably ghost yeah it came with me for about like um a kilometer or so and it went away as in maybe it said i moved on uh, so this happened although i didn't tell any of my friends at that point of time because any of you were like there in the middle of the night and i didn't want to speak anybody out so after we finished all the rides we came back to our houses i told guys you know what i experienced this happened and i'm like okay we're not riding in four o'clock in the night like that ever again If if I were to be in that situation, I would have just turned the bike and made it way all the way back to Chamundi. He's like, God, save me from this. So, anyways, to the next question, uh, you you women rarely biking for a concept, right? Basically, when you go for rides, you also have a concept where you spread awareness. Yeah. So, how did you meet these people, and how did this awareness program start? Uh, so I remember watching one of your interview footages of uh, News Nine, I think of Nandi Hills. Yeah, yeah. So uh, what what was the message behind that ride that day? So I think it was either Republic Day or Independence Day ride, as I remember. So that was basically how we women are equal to men. Although I don't really stand by that statement a lot. But yeah, it's like we women are actually coming up in biking. We are no less than any man out there. that was the main uh, statement behind that right but we usually come across each other okay you not believe I've, like you know how guys talk women follow them down and ask their numbers i have done that as a girl to other girls who when i see a girl on a bike i go behind them i stop them and ask their number to ask them to join for my ride because there are so many girls out there and i really feel happy when i ride with one because it can connect the problems especially that we face as women bikers that you cannot talk it all with a man you're like ha it's fine you know it's self time both time sab ke saath hai there are how we communicate and that how we uh, call out for rides we wear sarees and ride out showing that we can be as feminine as we are and at the same time masculine as well by riding a bike that's amazing yeah was it comfortable though was it what comfortable wearing saree and oh yeah so actually i feel very very comfortable uh, because one one of the reason thing my bike is short so um the saree sits pretty well on me uh, but yeah and i'm very used to riding bike in heels so that's one of my plus points but the yeah, other girls they usually end up wearing a dhoti kind of saree yeah but please wear gears <laughs> as always you will not see me without helmet <laughs> that's great uh moving on to the uh, thing about uh, yoga what interested yeah. you into yoga actually it, it was i would say yoga was like a destiny to me um because uh, uh, i did not choose the path of yoga at all it, i would say yoga chose me i was like 4 years old when i first started yoga i used to like do it with my mom at home and when i was in my uh, kindergarten uh, we used to get a teacher so they saw me performing and they were very impressed and they took my mom telling put her into a class our class wow uh, because she's doing really well so that's how this yoga thing started and the first time they sent me to a competition for state level and i won first so that's the way the yoga journey started i i mean i wouldn't like just praise myself but i was like really like crazy yoga girl back in my childhood so that went on i competed in other uh, state levels i went into national ran international whoa so i won bronze when i was in uh, I, i was 9 uh, years old uh, so i represented india uh, at portugal so that's how it uh, like uh, a hobby uh, turned uh, so yeah, 
I chose it to be my uh, yoga field as profession. So that's how it happened. How about mixing yoga with bike? Dude, that's I do that. <laughs> that's a risk. You are promoting the wrong message out here. Yeah, well, you can do it. <laughs> a new thing. I'm telling you. Please. No, yeah, no, no, no. I wouldn't want to use uh, a yoga mat on the bike, but yeah, maybe next to the bike because a lot of asanas are there, which will help a biker for uh, like back pain. You have your neck pain when you're riding, especially. I know some of you, some one of you is a CPM rider. So your angle is a little different, so that will give a little strain on your neck and back. Which, yeah, on long rides is not a good, not a good position, comfortable to be riding in. That's really amazing. So, uh, how did you come up with the concept of mixing contemporary yoga and uh, so contemporary dance and yoga? How did you come up with that? Uh, so, um, in my school days, I mean, uh, school time, we used to have uh, school days. So over there, once my teacher, uh, she made me do uh, yoga with music. As the music was just going on in the side, and she made me do different asanas. So that I started uh, practicing it in my everyday life. I would just put the music whichever I would like and do it. So along with it, I started just giving you know contemporary dance moves. I used to learn salsa before, so I was just giving dance moves, and so yoga became like a link, like one asana to the other, which also had uh, dance moves in it. And when I saw these contemporary dance videos. There were a lot of uh, dance poses which are very similar to yoga poses. So I was like, it was just for my fun I was doing. So one day I was like, okay, maybe I can do uh, a video out of it. Like, so I performed at one of my uh, dance school uh, shows. So that's how this contemporary yoga came into my mind. I mean, that video was really amazing. Uh, we just went through it, and we were like, uh-huh. "How do people get so creative even with yoga?" Yeah, it, I feel it was a form of expression, like yoga and dance coming together with music. So there are three different art forms in it. And and that's too. It 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 was in rhythm. It, it was in sync with the music yes. as well. That was the best part. <laughs> so we will be right back after a break. Do stay in. We are in conversation with Kanchana. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Welcome back to the Reality Talk Show. We are in conversation with Kanchana, and now for the interesting session, we are going to ask a few questions. Uh, we could say your friends and fans have asked you on Instagram. Okay. The first question for you is from Aditya zero uh, one. The question is, what is your future goal? my future goal i would um well i want to open a dog shelter uh, not like just a dog the animal sh- uh, shelter like have a lot of rescue animals out there that was my like a little far future goal but my short future goal was actually like a cross country ride which can't happen right now so i'm really really sad about it <laughs> the next question is when are you going to try Kalari Pate. Oh my God, I I can't pronounce this. I hope I'm right. <laughs> yeah, Kalari Pate is like a a very ancient um, dance. Come uh, like uh, martial art. Come like a warrior kind of a dance uh, a dance form, uh, which has a lot of yoga moves in it. It, it includes a lot of yoga stuff in it. It's a very fierce thing. It is beautiful form. I hope I can learn soon. There is a guy in uh, Kerala who keeps calling me to his institution to come and learn. I hope I get time after once you know maybe we have a vaccination for COVID nineteen and then I can go and learn. But yeah, it's a beautiful dance form, and these days even a lot of girls have started uh, learning it. Yeah. Uh, the next question is, 
outside of India, which country would you choose to bike in and why? Okay, so number one, um, I would actually say Italy, uh, because in Italy you have these uh, uh, towns called as ghost towns, so they desert the entire town and they go away. And I would love to be the only one riding in those towns. That's way into ghost. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I hope I'm not, I'll be not meeting anybody over there. <laughs> I don't date ghosts. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next one, the person says, proud of you for what you are. What keeps you going? Okay. Uh, well, whoever, uh, thank you so much. Um, uh, what keeps me going is the feeling that you get on the bike and the feeling what I have on my yoga mat is the same. I have peace, I have smile and the kind of, um, uh, you know, the self talk that you get on your bike. I don't think so that connection, what you get, you'll, you're going to get anywhere else. So every time I'm on a bike, I forget everything else apart from like me and my soul. It's like, I'm connected to my soul, which I can feel. So that is what keeps me going. Before wrapping up the show, if there is one message that you would love to give to your audience, what would it be? Number one, start doing yoga because you're going to get a lot of immunity. You don't have to worry about if it's COVID-19 or like 20. Uh, and also, um, girls out there who are uh, you know thinking about learning bike or haven't thought about it yet, then go start thinking, start learning because it's an amazing feeling and the kind of freedom what you get on the bike. Trust me, you are gonna love it. And for guys, uh, do encourage other women to ride. Help them out if uh, you can uh, on uh, teaching them how to ride. And also. It's okay to give a little, uh, you know, push and limelight to women bikers out there because we deserve it. <laughs> That's really great, actually. Men out there, do support women in biking and do not say bike is a masculine thing. If we hear that, we are going to trash you. I taught my sister how to ride a bike. Yes, I would That's want to like pink flame their bike if I hear that. <laughs> <laughs> that's really nice so if you guys want to ask Kanchana more you can follow her on Instagram her ID is Kanchana Ganga alright so thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the reality talk show we will be back again with another episode with another awesome interview stay tuned stay safe be awesome thank you so much thank you Kanchana no thank you so much for having to a lot of women please keep doing it yeah, thank you. I hope so. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this Sochcast. What is your Soch? Send us your comments on our Facebook page and Instagram page. It's time for you to do your own Sochcast at Sochcast. Apni Soch Dunia Ko Sunao. Sochcast.